Welcome, welcome back to We The People Podcast. Um, this is another episode we're going to be making, three more uh, segments, and of course the Seventh Amendment of the Constitution, which states, in suits at common law, where the value in controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved by no fact tried by a jury, shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law, which the Amendment 7 is trial by jury in civil cases. That's Amendment 7. We'll be right back. Welcome back to We The People Podcast. These are three segments that we're going to have for tonight's episode. Former CIA employee found guilty of child porn possession. White House urges news outlets to increase scrutiny of President Biden's impeachment inquiry. California legislator passes concealed carry restrictions. Now let's move on into the first segment. Former CIA employee found guilty of child porn possession. Former CIA software engineer Joshua Schultz, who was previously convicted for disclosing secret CIA information to WikiLeaks in 2017, was charged on Wednesday for the possession of over 3,000 images and videos of child pornograph. Schultz, 34, now faces sentencing in Manhattan Federal Court that is scheduled for January 10, 2024. Prosecutors presented proof that the former CIA employee possessed and transported thousands of images and videos showing rape and sexual abuse of children as young as two years old. Federal prosecutors stated that Schultz moved from Washington, D.C. to New York in order to work at a financial service company bringing bringing the distributed files with him. Allegedly, he organized the distributing media based on the victim's identities and characteristics, hiding the hiding it under multiple layers of coded encryption on his home desktop computer, prosecutors said. Additional material were also found in another file on his computer that had three layers of password protection, which was discovered under the C- under his CIA leaks investigation. Schultz, who resigned from the CIA in November 2016, now has the potential to face decades in prison for Wednesday's conviction. This accompanies his conviction in July of 2022 in charges related to releasing troves of CIA classified information through WikiLeaks. I'm glad that they did find this uh, this individual. Obviously, it's kind of... It sounds like uh, 
it sounds kind of like he um went ahead and uh, took these images off of having to do probably with something having that maybe the CIA was looking into because that's 3,000 images and videos of child porn, but it also states that um, uh, possessing images and videos of victims. So I wonder if this was part of previous, and he was, and they just didn't realize that he was into children, all the way down to two years old, and then organizing it the way he, the way he did. He has some serious issues. It's a good thing that he is going to be gone for quite a while. Well, hopefully, anyways. We don't know for sure. We won't know his conviction until January the 10th of 2024. But to know that he possessed it, he possessed 3,000 images on top of, of pictures and videos, and he transported it from basically one state to another because uh, Washington DC is in uh, Maryland while you also well being he moved to New York and took uh, took it with him so we'll be seeing finding out here in a few months what his uh, how long he's gonna be going to prison but it sounds like it's gonna be a very long time because to have 3,000 images and videos of children ranging from Two years old up to teenagers is just sickening. This is an individual that needs to be locked up for a long time because obviously you can see that he has some serious issues. If you get a chance to see his picture, you'll be able to tell he does. Um, God will also deal with him, but you got to also remember that God can forgive if he asks for forgiveness true from his heart. We don't know that, but at least he'll be off the streets not to hurt anybody or hurt any any child because obviously if he's doing this, there was the potential of him hurting somebody. We'll be right back after these few. Welcome back to We the People podcast. Our second segment has to do with White House, urge, White House urges news outlets to increase scrutiny of President Biden's impeachment inquiry. On Wednesday, the Biden administration emailed the heads of several major news organizations, including Fox News, CNN, the New York Times, and Exos in order to ramp up their scrutiny of House Republicans for opening an impeachment inquiry based on lies. The memo titled, It's Time for the Media to Do More to Scrutinize House Republicans, demonstrably uh, false claims that they're 
basing impeachment stunt on was sent by Ian Sams, White House spokesperson for oversight and investigations. This comes after House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, Republican of California, ordered an impeachment inquiry on Tuesday into President Joe Biden's alleged involvement in his son's Hunter's business deals with countries such as Ukraine and China. Through our investigation, we have found that President Biden did lie to the American people about his own knowledge of his family's foreign business dealings, the speaker charged, claiming that these allegations paint a picture of culture and, and of corruption. Sam sent the letter first to select outlets on Tuesday and then to the, a White House press list on Wednesday. They should be playing hardball instead of what they're doing to is bitching about bitching about the media. A White House re reporter who regularly attends briefings told the New York Post, "You know why they're doing that, right? You know why uh, there's an impeachment inquiry in the first place. It's because." The White House has been fighting to give any information to the Republicans to to see if it was true or untrue. That's the whole purpose of the of an impeachment inquiry. It's not to uh, it's not to impeach someone. It's to get the facts. And if the President of the United States would have just given the facts right away. Instead of holding back and preventing the FBI of uh, giving out information, um, the banks, his own son, telling the news outlets like that to uh, put the pressure on for them not to do it. It's only because when you do something like that, it's because you're hiding something. And what takes place? When you hide something, this is what happens. It, it, they ended up having to take it, our Congress had to take it further so that way they could make sure they get all information. That's the purpose of it, is to get the, the total facts because Biden administration and Biden himself was not cooperating. If he would have just cooperated like he tried to make it sound like he like that he does and is willing to and be open, if he would have done that in the first place, an inquiry would have never taken place. But the good thing is, is Congress is doing the right way. They're doing an impeachment inquiry first to get all the facts, unlike what they did with Donald Trump and just went straight to an impeachment instead of doing an impeachment inquiry to make sure that they had the had facts, if there was any facts, before trying to just do an impeachment. That's what's going on here. And he's fight, He's wanting to fight it because he knows he knows that he was involved in it. His son is, keeps doing things to show that uh, admittedly they, he was involved in it. That's basically it. His son put it all on a computer. It, whether if it was in video or text or email, it was all found on a computer showing that his business dealings that he had no right to get money for was basically done because of his dad and his dad's name and because of the position that his dad held is all that these in, these organizations wanted was the access to the father. So let's get this inquiry continued and see what happens and takes place. And we'll get the truth out. 
That's all, that's all that the American people deserve to have is the truth. Why not give them the truth instead of do, doing, doing this and trying to hide it and try to force their hand and try to make the media fight for them? That's socialism. That's being a banana republic. People, do you really want that? Do you really want that to continue because if you continue to go with the Democrats, that's what you're going to have. There's not going to be a democracy anymore. Bottom line, you have a chance to change that. It comes up in 2024. You also have the chance to be able to stand up and make a make a stand on it by protesting. And you guys ought to be doing it right now because that's the only thing that matters is using your voice. That's what the Constitution's good for us. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back to We The People Podcast for our final segment of this episode. California legislator passes concealed carry restrictions. California lawmakers have approved legislation on concealed carry weapon restrictions, which could lead to a Supreme Court challenge. On Tuesday, California Senate Bill 2, which was introduced by State Senator Anthony Portitino, Democrat of California to limit who can carry firearms in public was approved by lawmakers. The bill was approved by a 28 to 8 vote in the state Senate, limiting who can receive a concealed carry permit in California through an overhaul licensing process. Additional age requirements, tight storage rules, and a list of dozens of sensitive places where firearms are not allowed. According to reports, the revisions of the bill require concealed carry applicants to be at least 21 years old and to have complete have completed at least 16 hours of weapon training. Applicants who are suspected to be dangerous may be disqualified. Reports also state that the licensing author- authorities must mostly county sheriff's departments would be entrusted with conducting in-person interviews with applicants, gathering character references, monitoring their social media profiles to uncover potential safety issues. The proposed bill also includes a ban on bringing guns into sensitive places, which includes schools, courts, government buildings, prisons, hospitals, airports, and bars. Commercial businesses would reportedly be automatically gun-free zones unless the owner explicitly opts out. Portitino Portitino introduced Senate Bill 2 in response to a Supreme Court ruling last year that declared restrictive and subjective concealed carry laws unconstitutional forcing California and 
and a handful of other Democrat-led states to rewrite their gun laws. The court had decided in June of 2022 to overturn New York's proper cause legislation, which requires citizens to establish a specific necessary 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 in order to carry a concealed weapons in public the established legal precedent therefore weakens similar rules in california and other states that require people to disclose reasons for applying for a concealed carry license the supreme court forced california to reevaluate how we how we do conceal carry permits, Porotino said. This is setting up a statewide standard and determine we should and shouldn't be trusted with the responsibility of having concealed carry permits. This just makes sense. Ain't this another one? One thing I got to say about a concealed carry license, all it is is for the law-abiding citizen All it is is for the law law-abiding citizen to go ahead and um, be the one to be hurt by this. And why do I say that? Is because they're the ones that are following the law. Everybody else that doesn't follow the law, like the criminal, they don't care. They're still going to carry a gun without a license. So why in the world are you going to make the law-abiding citizen follow all these rules when if you have an individual? That's going to do harm. They're going to do it anyways. Nothing's going to stop them. That's what I said. The only thing that can prevent that is quit having people that don't belong a part of society a part of society. That's the reason why at one time we had places for people that had mental issues. We have a place for people that are criminals and murderers. That is the whole purpose, is so that way they can go ahead and be locked up, so that way our world is a lot safer. Do we do that? No. Do we follow any of that? No. What are we doing? We make, all, all we do is keep making laws that keep making it more and more difficult for American citizens, the law-abiding citizen, to do anything, to do anything because they're the ones that, they're the, they're the ones that follow the law to the T. That's the reason why I say, people, you got to go ahead and you got to defend your rights. You got to let your congressmen and senators know that they're representing you, not a certain part, not a certain individual, and to make them realize that what they're doing is not preventing anything except hurting the law abiding citizen that's trying to protect themselves. Because I'm sorry. There's all these places that they want to say you can't have it here and you can't have it there and you can't do this and you can't do that. Well, who's going to protect you? Are they the the individuals in this in these buildings going to protect you? No. Is the police going to be there to protect you? No. They'll be they'll be showing up after the uh, after after everything's taken place and people have been killed. That's why you need to fight for your right. It's. The Second Amendment is your is your right to be able to carry without having to have a license. It's just more to cause problems for the honest the honest citizen. You need to start standing up for yourself and standing up for the Constitution, or else there won't be a Constitution left for anybody to to be able to use. 
on anything for the future generations. You better start fighting for it and stop giving up your rights because that's all you're doing is giving up your your rights while the, the evil individual is going to continue to do what they do and not care about no, no rights or no nothing. Well, you all have a good night. God bless our, of course, our police, our military, our EMT, the doctors, the fire departments, because they all put their lives on the line every day to protect us, to save us, to uh, make sure that we have our alive. And for you, the American people, my fellow Americans, God bless you. God bless the world. Good night.